Ladies, welcome to the Web3 and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose Delara. I've been working as a marketing leader in Web3 for the past seven years. And as amazing as it's been, it's also been super tough. But with every hardship comes learning, and I'm here to pass that on to help you thrive in Web3. If I can make a difference to at least one of my listeners, it's all been worth it. So take 20, plug in, and get ready to gain the confidence, knowledge, and strategies you need to thrive in Web3. Hi, everyone. On today's episode, I'll give you the lowdown on what Web3 marketing looks like and how you can start using Web3 marketing strategies and tactics in your business today. Firstly, let's clear one thing up. Web3 marketing, as much as it's different in terms of the channels and tactics used, the marketing fundamentals remain the same. It's really a misconception that Web3 marketing is any different to marketing any other product or brand. All the basics of marketing that you probably are trying to apply right now still apply in Web3. From my experience, understanding your audience in depth, really profiling them, talking to them, understanding what they want and what they need, working on your brand and positioning, product marketing and UX, life cycle and retention marketing, and a solid content strategy. So I'm going to go through a list of what is working for us in Web3 at the moment, because things change really quickly in the space. What works now might not work later, but here's what has been working for me in the last six months to a year. And I think they're going to help you to plan out your next strategy for whatever product you're taking to market, whatever brand you're building. Marketing tip number one, choose the right channels. Firstly, you need to understand which channels work for each audience. And I'll keep it simple here with just two audience types. There may be more for your product or your brand, but I'm just going to focus on two. Firstly, we've got channels for crypto speculators and investors. And then we've got channels for the fully Web3 crowd. Firstly, let's focus on the crypto speculators. If you're launching something that is financial only, for example, a DeFi yield platform, a wallet, an exchange, a launchpad, then I would suggest focusing on the crypto speculator and investor profile first and getting that right. These guys hang out on Twitter, Telegram, and LinkedIn. As much as crypto Twitter is meme central, it's also the place where crypto investors go to do their due diligence. And what I mean by due diligence is understanding who projects are, who teams are, and figuring out if they should invest or not. They also go to Twitter for their market news. So if you're doing a token or a project launch, this is the first place that I would suggest going. Next up, we have Telegram, same as Twitter. It's a place for crypto investors to research projects, talk with the team members on AMAs, and take advantage of any promotional activities or beta testing happening. Telegram is pretty noisy, so I do recommend using the folder function. And I went so long without tidying up my Telegram, and it was just a complete mess of hundreds of hundreds of channels. So make sure you stay organized there. LinkedIn. If you're B2B, this is the goldmine. Here's where you build trust, credibility, 
you push your team and developers into the crypto sphere. And this is where you'll be doing most of your lead generation if you're trying to conduct a funding round or build channel partnerships. Next up, we've got the Web3 audience, the gamers, the Gen Z investors, and the metaverse adopters. This audience can be a bit complex and depending on the product, they'll be in different places. But to keep it simple, here's where I tap into these audiences. Instagram and TikTok is my go-to. These channels are leading in organic. It's the domain of Gen Zs. It's easy to use. Everybody has Instagram and TikTok on their phone if they're a Gen Z, not necessarily if you're in your mid-30s. So getting your brand and educational content out there is pretty simple. There is a bit of a learning curve if you're not used to creating reels or captions or using any of the features of these two platforms. But if you do take the time, it can be beneficial. My favorite example of a metaverse brand doing this well is Upland, U-P-L-A-N-D. You've probably seen that ads. There is one guy doing two characters talking about investing in land in the metaverse. It's really, really simple and really effective. Even I clicked on it and I don't want to buy land in the metaverse right now. So I went and had to look at the stats to see if these ads that are in front of my face all day are actually converting or not and who they're converting. The most data I could get actually is the organic traffic, 90,000 per month of organic traffic to date and just over 98,000 of paid traffic. I'm not sure on their conversion rates, but that is pretty impressive for a metaverse product, especially when not many people know what the metaverse is and how to interact with them. If you want to do something like this and maybe not paid in just an organic post or reel, have a look at Humphrey Talks. Humphrey Talks is an Instagram and a TikTok influencer. You could use this template from him, this format, to do your own reels. It's basically a two-way conversation to himself and he keeps it within 30 seconds. So I really recommend researching how he does it. It's who I've been looking at for inspiration recently, but I haven't quite got the confidence to do a reel like that. We'll talk about that another day. (laughs) The confidence is an issue. So the next channel that I need to introduce for our Web3 audience is Discord. Sorry, ladies. I know we don't love it. And the UX is gross, but this is where you will find your NFT collectors and investors and the gamers and the Web3 collaborators. As much as it lacks in usability, once you figure it out, the level of functionality is pretty impressive. So do give it a chance. Go and have a play around in other people's servers, see how they're set up and understand what's good and what's not good about them. And that'll help you to start thinking in how you'd like to build your own server. So that's the basics on channels. Notice I didn't mention Facebook or email. There are some instances where email works, mainly for financial products who require a ton of transactional emails for their users. But really the Web3 crowd have evolved from email and even websites and blogs. And for Facebook, maybe in some regions you'll find engagement, but it really does depend on the region and if you have the resources to focus on Facebook as well. Marketing tip number two. 
Focus on community building to build trust and give instant gratification. If you ask anybody who's marketing in the Web3 space right now, what is different to Web2 marketing? Almost every marketer will tell you community building. Bloggers, YouTubers, Instagram influencers, they've all been doing this for decades. And in Web3, the fundamentals remain the same. We just do it slightly different. How do we build communities for the crypto audience? For the crypto and investor audience, the most important thing is building trust and reliability, always showing up and being a safe space. How does this look? Well, you could run AMAs with the founding or marketing team regularly on Twitter and Telegram. By doing these AMAs, you're giving members a familiar face. You're regularly feeding them updates and it helps the members get more personal with the team, feel like they're part of what you're building. And it's also reassuring when there's a market downturn. I see in Telegram groups that I've been in in the past, if there's been a crash in token price or there's been a lapse in communication from the team, panic starts to set in, panic selling starts to happen. And that's not what you want when you're trying to build your business. So that's the key here, running AMAs regularly. Quick note on that, actually, quite often during AMAs, teams reward members for the highest engagement. Now, in the past, it's been monetary rewards. So giving away $50 for the best engagement, giving away $10 for somebody who answered a question. Based on the recent activity in the markets and from research, it doesn't pay to give monetary rewards anymore. People don't necessarily want want the money. They want NFTs. They want your tokens. They even want access to things that other people don't have. So exclusivity. This kind of approach has always worked for me. So instead of just giving people cash, I've been giving them membership exclusivity, giving them tokens, giving them free NFTs. All these work much better and they help you to create evangelists versus people who are here for a quick book. It also helps with understanding the quality members versus the flaky members, and it helps them community retention as well. So giving away free stuff, not money. So how does community building for a Web3 audience look? The Web3 audience is a bit different. So they still want to have the trust there. They still want to see the reliability, but they do have certain expectations to the way things should be managed and built. They're very much about being real. Don't ever attempt to directly sell to this crowd. They'll see right through you. They want you to build a brand, a community, and have a purpose in the project or your business. They want to know why they're here and that they're part of something bigger. And then if you do try to sell something later down the line, it needs to come from them, not the other way around. So the key takeaway here is create your community first, build trust, build safety, have clear communications and a purpose and listen to what they want. A really great example of this is my BFFs on Discord. It's a female-led NFT project and they built a community and then they started releasing exclusive NFTs for memberships. And these were just bracelet NFTs. And if you owned them, then you had certain perks and certain roles in your Discord I would recommend looking at these kind of examples and testing them out with your community to see what works. 
Marketing tip number three, collabs. Collabs are a quick fire way to grow a community, especially in Discord. Collabs is basically the Web3 marketing version of cold outreaching for partnerships and affiliations. This works especially well for anything that is being whitelisted. For example, if you've got a free mint of an NFT, so you might have 5,000 NFTs, you decide to give away like 500 for free or a new NFT drop. It can also be used for AMAs actually in other community groups. So you might contact a ton of people and say, hey, let's do a collaboration. I want to do an AMA in your group. You're going to do one in my group and we're going to like build our communities together. That's how you could do it. Let's just pause there for a second. I'm going to tell you about a freebie that I'll be giving away at the end of the show. It's a free list of servers of communities to reach out to and a free outreach template. This will give you a head start in collaborations. I've put in a list of projects that you can reach out to. In the next part of the show, I'm going to run through how to do this. And this freebie is going to help you to add on an extra level so you don't have to do it all yourself. So here's how to run collabs in Web3. One, decide on the goal. Are you trying to just increase community growth and brand awareness? Or are you trying to sell out your NFT collection or get new users for your metaverse game? Get that solidified before doing anything. Number two, decide what your offer is. Are you doing a free mint? Or are you whitelisting for an NFT drop? Or just trying to get qualified beta testers in from other communities to test your new product? Number three, what is the ROI? Once you've decided to allocate X amount of spots to each community or X amount of AMAs to each community, have a think about what you're going to get in return for this. Usually I recommend asking for an AMA in a collaboration with the community you reach out to, and they'll also get a chance to have an AMA in your community too. Number four, get organized. Once you've decided on the goal, the offering, and how you're going to get a return on investment of time, put together the Excel spreadsheet, decide who you want to reach out to, and all the communities you want to get in front of, and any current partners that you're working with or brands you want to be associated with. Get them all down, including their admin Discord handles and names. So now you need to do the outreach. Draft an outreach message or utilize the one that I'm going to give to you. And do a few follow-ups if you don't get any response. Dedicate a resource to literally running through this outreach until they've messaged everyone on that list. You will see if this is effective by the amount of responses and AMA bookings that you get. And then you just rinse and repeat. Your goal here is to fill the whitelist spots, beta testing spots, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. This is way more effective than using KOLs in my experience as it gets you in front of the right audience, it gives you a chance to build channel partnerships over time. Plus, if your goal is to sell out a launch, this is the best tactic by none that I have seen work in the last six months. Marketing tip number four, build an ambassador or referral program. If you have a game or a usable product, create a referral or an ambassador program. I've seen so many businesses and projects that would benefit so much from this that are not applying it. 
I recently created a, a decentralized ambassador program in Crew 3, which is really cool. I'll link to it in the show notes. One of the tasks I created was to go and take an action in a game consistently for 30 days. At launch, we gained 7,800 users just from this. It's a low-cost acquisition and retention tool in one. So if you haven't got a referral or an ambassador program, go and research, see what you prefer, see what kind of offer you could create. If you're going to be doing a referral program, which I recommend having both. An ambassador program is different. It's creating evangelist. A referral program is more bringing in new users because the current users want to get an incentive. I've built both. If you have any questions about referral or ambassador program, just DM me because I've built four now, I think, four really cool ones in Web3. So let me know. Marketing tip number five, keep the UX simple. Remember, just because your product is Web3 doesn't mean everybody using it is Web3 native. Make the onboarding experience seamless. Use product tours and explainers. Focus on keeping onboarding short and as low lift as possible. If users need to connect a wallet like MetaMask, focus on educating them how to do it. Make sure they know how even to get funds in there. Some won't. If they need to buy a native currency, you've got to think all the way back to purchasing their first ever crypto via an exchange. You're even going to go as far as explaining what KYC is. You need to really get to the nitty gritty, but you don't need to reinvent the wheel on this. There's so many resources available. You can find some really amazing content that you love and you think super helpful and you can repurpose this or you can create your own based off of this. Marketing tip number six, get reviews. I've seen so many instances where there is some potentially great products or projects out there and brands, but they don't have any social proof whatsoever. The idea is great. The actual application is great, but nobody's talking about them. I have no idea if it's a good product or not in reality. And they could solve all this by getting reviews and testimonials. By getting testimonials and reviews, you're leading with this social proof from day one. Other people know and can rely on the fact that you've helped other people too, or other people have had a great experience with your product. I strongly recommend building a review tool into either your Discord, your game, or even running a campaign to get reviews from your current users. You could even go as far as adding in an NPS survey. An NPS survey will help you to determine if people are having a good experience or not. This all works as like a holistic approach to getting this social proof. So that was a lot. <laughs> I think I've covered the basics of Web3 marketing. There's a lot more to it than that. And it is constantly changing. I feel like the six tips that I've just gone through now are a great starting point. And I hope that you can utilize these today. Maybe you're a Web3 marketer. Maybe you're a CMO. Maybe you're a CEO who has no idea at all where to start marketing for their business. I hope that you found this helpful. If you have any questions, send them to me on Instagram at Emily in Web3. I can help answer any of the marketing questions. I've been doing this seven years now. And it's a constant, evolving, amazing world to be in. 
but I know it can be really overwhelming. So reach out, let me know if you need any guidance. If you want to access the free list of Web3 communities and outreach templates, just head to Web3 and Thrive forward slash free NFT collab list. I'm also going to put it in the show notes too. I look forward to hearing your feedback on this. And again, don't hesitate to reach out. See you next time.